Mm. And I remember typing into Google, like, what is Carly's dream job? And all I ever came up with was Richard Branson's PA. Can we have it all? Real conversations on navigating your 30s and 40s, leaving the nine to five and being a working mum, inspiring you to take that leap to do what you truly want to. about um so me interviewing somebody about their experience with leaving a more traditional career and carving their own way in the creative world and i'm so excited to say that this week i've been speaking to carly rowena and she is a dream and if you don't know her she's a fitness blogger vlogger extraordinaire she um has diverse channels of income which she talks to us about tells us about and I think in this industry it's rare to meet someone who is so giving and generous with their time and Carly is totally that she is a really really good egg and she's full of inspiration she's full of really good practical tips today in our chat and um, she's been a mum for all of 12 weeks, so she's still very much in the thick of juggling motherhood and her career. So yeah, listen on, because it's a good one. Dun, 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 dun. Hello, can you see me? It's Yay. like, oh. yeah, feed, feed. She's oh. gonna feed. Oh, How are you doing? Good, let me move this, hold on. I was like, I was trying to set it up and then I was like holding boob and I had breast pump in the other boob as well. I was oh, like, this bless is you. the best video. Jax. She's here, so you need to turn your face. Oh, look. Look <laughs> at her. Oh, it's the little head. It's just, oh. How old is she now? Three months, which is terrifying. I can't believe it's already been three months, which is insane, because I feel like yesterday she came out of my vagina. I and know. my vagina's still not normal. So no, it's crazy. And, well, Rudy is 10 months, and he just had his second nursery settle today. So well, how's like, it go? Does it go well? Do you know what? Really well. Like both my kids, Flo's three and a half now, and they both seem to just get on with it. They barely look over their shoulder and I'm like, you don't oh, need but that's me anymore. Good. You phrase like independent little humans, yeah. which is really important. No, do you know what? And, and I agree. And it makes it a lot easier when I run off to uh, go and get my lashes done, which I'm doing on Friday. <gasps> oh, lovely. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, we could talk about boobs and bottles all day. Oh, yeah, we? all the time. We'll see what she does. Hopefully she won't make too much, no- too much noise. Oh, if she mind. does, I'll just try. Leon's gone out, so I didn't couldn't get his help. But can you feed? Because that was what you were doing. Let's get back to what we were but doing. don't Go worry. Again. Listen, that's what it's all about. It's real life mums juggling. <laughs> It'll be really good for you to introduce yourself to anybody listening. So I know you from the Instagram world. But if you just tell us a little bit about yourself and what your business is. Yeah, so my name is Carly Rowena. I'm 31, which is terrifying to say. Um, I'm <laughs> I just don't know when it happened. When did it happen? I know. Um, I'm a mum of Jax, who's now three months old, yeah. and I'm a personal trainer with real, like real clients face to face, but then also clients online around the world. Um, and I do retreats around the world, and I have YouTube and all these social media channels where I have friends, followers that follow me, and I sort of share my life. Amazing. And so, okay, so really nice intro. But since we don't really know each other, <laughs> I wanted to play a little bit of an icebreaker game. It's oh, not, I'm so gay. Yeah, it's not too <laughs> cringe, but it's a quick round of this or that, okay? Yeah. So you know okay. how to play it? Yeah, mm, cool. Yeah, yeah. I, right, okay, so I'm going to fire away. Tea or coffee? Oh, hold on, do I say this or that? I don't understand. <laughs> okay, so, I love it. I was like, do you know? And you're like, yeah, totally. I used to get like coffee. So do you, I have to... Yeah, you choose one, so I'll give you two options. Oh, fine. I thought I had to go this. choose one. That. <laughs> no, no, no. You just say tea or coffee. <laughs> Fabulous. I can do this. <laughs> right. Tea or coffee? Coffee. White wine or red wine? Red. Pasta or rice? Pasta. Oh, pasta. Oh, always. Pancakes or waffles? Pancakes. I don't understand waffles. Really? I don't get it. They're like pancakes with abs. I don't understand it. Even like, surely you'd love that. No, don't get it. (laughs) Right. You need to like get the crispy bacon, maple syrup, and then you'll get it. Um, Notepad or laptop? Laptop. Yeah. Work or bad for that, but yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Work or play? 
oh, right now it's work, but I would love to say play. That's what I'd like to aim towards, play. Nice. Made in Chelsea or Towie? Made in Chelsea. (laughs) I love that. Do you even watch it? (laughs) I do. I was thinking, who do I like more? And I like Proudlock. He's on Chelsea. Yeah, I love Proudlock. (laughs) Totally Instagram stalk him at the moment. Yeah, oh, so gorgeous. I know. Uh, Night in or night out? Night in. With the girls, though. Nice. Like that. Beach holiday or snow holiday? Beach. Yeah, good. Although I do love the snow holiday. Jerry or Chandler? (gasps) Oh. Joey, because I fancied him, but Chandler, because he'd be the one you'd want to have fun with. I know. I feel like it changes when you go from like your 20s to your 30s, doesn't it? I mean, I'd say Joey for a bit of sexy time. Yeah. I'd say that. How are you doing? (laughs) (laughs) Smooth or fuzzy? Smooth. Kiss or cuddle? Kiss. Top or bottom? Ooh, bottom. Bottom. These are great questions. (laughs) Bottom. And finally, Leon or Stephen? Steven. <laughs> yeah, old, your firstborn. Firstborn, <laughs> most important. He doesn't ask me for sex, so I love him the most. So there we go. <laughs> Always a win. Yeah. Brilliant. Thank you for playing that. Just a little like bit. You know me so I so well now. <laughs> it's all based around the pasta. You had me at pasta, babe. Uh, like, totally. okay so let's go back a little bit and start with the kind of business side of things because the aim of this podcast is to inspire people about maybe leaving their nine to five or their more kind of traditional um, workplace so how did it all start for you so what did you do before and how did you get to where you are now mine's quite backwards so I was 26 and I never had like a talent. You know how people grow up and you say, oh, they should be a dancer or a doctor. There was just nothing like that about me. I was kind of okay at most things, but nothing special. Um, And I used to work in marketing for BMW and Mini. So really good job. I'd worked my way up. Um, I had a house. I was doing really well, but I was miserable. Mm. And I remember typing into Google, like, what is Carly's dream job? And all I ever came up with was Richard Branson's PA, which (laughs) I tried. I applied for it. Um, And what else was it? I think it was, yeah, that was kind of it. And it just never gave me an answer. And I was like, where am I supposed to go? Because if you don't know, you can't really go to uni. I knew I'd just waste my money and you can't really train because you still don't know what you're doing. So, um, yeah, Google became my, my friend and I'd always search. And then my friend said, have you ever thought about going on YouTube? And I'd only ever watched it to kind of change a light bulb and, you know, see some funny skits. So I kind of treated it like an X Factor search. And um, I just started filming videos on all sorts of different topics. If you can hear little random noises, guys, that is my little girl who's refusing to currently feed right now. She's just staring at me. The Um, reality of working mums. (laughs) She's seeing my breast, but you guys aren't seeing that. But yeah, she's just staring at me. Um, So I started filming random videos on like all sorts of things, beauty, vaginas, um, (laughs) I love yeah. from beauty straight to vaginas. <laughs> straight to vaginas. Yeah. Um, then I did some fitness ones and, and people just started following. And I really didn't understand that whole world because it actually wasn't that big at the time. I had been doing it for quite a while. Um, and they said, do you realize that you're quite good at, at oh, fitness? And it was just yeah. something I always did to eat more cake in general that yeah. I just wanted to exercise and eat more. Um, I'd never thought about it as a job. But when they kind of highlighted that to me, I was like, oh, okay, this, this could be a thing. So working full time. Everyone was being made redundant, so it was quite a scary time. But I was like, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do the course while working full time and see if this is what I want. And um, yeah, I then decided, right, I'm gonna quit my job, give myself one month to be fully booked as a personal try, as a personal trainer. Yeah, did it and left. Yeah, amazing. and then I've never looked back. It's been the most amazing journey since then. It was terrifying, but yeah. it's been the right decision, definitely. Oh, good for you because I think I can totally relate to that whole like talent thing because I've always been the same. Like I don't think there's any one thing that I've been like amazing at or that has really you know found that passion and I I was always quite academic so I was told to go to uni and do law and I did that for a year and hated it and realized I didn't want to be a lawyer so you know changed course and I just think yeah I think times are changing now though that there's so many more career opportunities open to people and I think people are seeing careers in a different way to maybe back you know when we were 
I don't think when we were at school, we were taught how to be self-employed. No. I was never particularly great with bosses. I always felt that I was working harder yeah. and not getting like credit. And I don't think when you're at school, you're necessarily taught that you could own your own business. Yeah. It might be different now, but I think it was still a very scary thought of like, oh, you wouldn't be able to do that. Yeah. Whereas now with everyone being able to work online and stuff, it's the most incredible experience and anyone can really do it. Absolutely. I mean, pretty much you can start a business for free these days, can't you? Yeah. So I think that's yeah. that's the amazing thing. Okay. So then, so you moved from kind of regular employment um, yeah. in inverted commas and a salary so you said you gave yourself a month to kind of get some clients and was that matching your salary or no oh my gosh no no it was kind of I I continued my work at BMW for a couple of months to, to save up some money to carry yeah. me over for like two months ideally yeah. um, and I was like well I just won't go out I'll be a hermit crab um, and so I just had enough to cover me it was really risky but then I said to myself if I can get five clients in the first week amazing and then I kind of worked out how much I would need to pay rent and stuff but ideally I wanted to be fully booked by the end which was if I had 30 clients yeah. which was what I strived for and um, so that was what I did but no I wasn't earning the same at all and also the hours were much harder because to be a personal trainer you have to be available when everyone else is free yeah. in their so it's kind times. of like yeah it's it's your I was getting up at like four and working till like 11 and then doing the lunchtime one and then doing the nighttime one and you know you're only when I was a personal trainer just a personal trainer oh that was amazing yeah you're kind of strapped by the amount of hours you can work because you can only take on so many clients per hour yeah um so it became a, it was amazing but it was a limiting income to a degree and so is that when you kind of realized that maybe you needed to have a few other income channels so diversifying yeah well it was just that I was doing the YouTube alongside because YouTube started before the fitness okay so luckily for me I was kind of growing online without realizing the potential of that and yeah. then the PT was there so the online gave me the exciting opportunities and yeah. kind of the income that I didn't know existed and then the PT was the real life the real connection um obviously instant cash because I'm working with people yeah. um and education for me so it was amazing amazing and so I'm a blogger as well and um I know a lot of the people that I kind of follow me will be um, bloggers and kind of influencers as well so how did that all kind of come about so you say that you were great oh god anybody who's listening <laughs> now you can't see that I get to see baby Jacks right now who's just fed and so cute she's just gonna watch you I think we're so just gonna cute. watch you <laughs> I, should, I feel like I need to do a CBeebies kind of multi-sensory experience here um, but no what I was gonna say is so how so you were growing and YouTube was obviously kind of naturally had become your platform. I think we all mm -hmm. kind of find a platform that kind of works yeah. for us. So did you start to think about commercializing that or did the opportunities start to come to you? To be totally honest, I never reached out for opportunities. I was really lucky they all came to me. Yeah. I think part of it was not fully understanding the platform yeah. and not really knowing my worth or knowing that perhaps brands would want to work with me. Yeah. Um, as I say, I came into it quite late and it wasn't so well known. So I never thought of going to a brand and being like, hi, do you want to work with me? Instead, you're so lucky that people came to me and were like, we'd love you to wear this or represent that. So I was very, very lucky. But now I think um, I would definitely recommend people reach out if they think what they're creating is something that a brand would love, then yeah. definitely reach out because there's so many people now. So you do have to stand out more. I think that's it, isn't it? You've got to find that kind of USP. And yeah. I think you've got to be more commercially minded and, you know, kind of keep that ethos of what you're about but you know you've got to sell yourself as well I think these days yeah. because like you say when I started blogging seven eight years ago it wasn't a thing people didn't even know what a blog was and no. so now the fact that it's actually a job for for some people it's kind of crazy isn't it yeah I remember people saying so what do you do and I'd be like well I do YouTube and they're like what do you mean you do YouTube and you're like well um, I guess I'm a YouTuber and I have a blog and people are like I don't understand what that is yeah. and you had to seriously explain it now I hear people are saying it like in school and it's really normal yeah, and everyone's a blogger and, a, and you're like oh okay well this has changed <laughs> I know and I just wonder what it's going to be like when I'm yeah. so it's mad it's I absolutely know. mad there'll be something new though that yeah. we can't even imagine it will blow our minds yeah um okay cool so I think um, the thing I found a lot with um, creative businesses is that there is these multi channels of income. Mm -hmm. So you've mentioned that you personal train in person, um, you're a blogger and an influencer. And what else do you do to kind of bring in money? So I also do it on 
doing online has been amazing. So as a personal trainer, having physical clients is amazing. I think it's really important. But yeah. you can also do it online. So using Skype, I have clients all around the world. Wow. Because also when you have a platform, most of my followers are actually in Australia and America. Right. I can't train them here in Norwich. So we jump online and whether it's just an hour chatting like this or yeah. it's kind of like a Davina McCall workout yeah. that they follow. That. Um, so that's incredible. I love doing that. Um, and then also I have an ebook, which again is another, if you're a personal trainer or, or anyone with a skill really, creating something that you can sell from yeah. your platform that sells while you sleep is an incredible way to make money because I was getting between 50 to 200 emails a day from people asking me for a personalized plan. Yeah. And I'm a people pleaser. So for several months, I tried to write every person a personalized <laughs> yeah. plan and burnt out. Yeah. Um, so then I was like, okay, there's a correlation, like at least 60% of these people want the same thing. Yeah. So let's create a basic plan that gives you the, the basics that you would need to kind of succeed. Yeah. And then that frees up the other 40% for me to kind of delve in and work with them on an individual basis. So the ebook really is just a way to give out your knowledge without having to take up more of your time and also is another great selling tool. And like you say, I think having that passive channel of income is amazing because I think working for yourself, you don't have sick pay (laughs) or time or down days. So if you were to be out of action for a few days that you know you've got some level of income or some opportunity of income coming through. Yeah, it's an amazing way to do it. And also it's it takes a bit of time to begin with but then you don't have to do anything and it's just happening so that's amazing and then alongside that I do retreats around the world so people come away with me for between two days and ten days and we we do something fun together like I I did Kilimanjaro just before I had Jack's yeah Um, and I've got Peru in a month's time so we're doing the Inca Trail with 14 of my followers which is really cool um and then I do like once we come along and I teach workouts and we have surfing and meditation and yeah, and, and I've got one of those in Morocco in May. So And yeah. I saw you did that, um, I can't remember what you called it, but the sort of love your body photo nude shoot yeah, thing. Yeah, uh, confidence. <gasps> yeah, so we did a body, it's a thing I'm continuing with in lots of different series, body confidence workshops, yeah. because for me, I just think we need to show that confidence is actually not a shape or a size. It's yeah. a feeling. And a lot of us, because we're so glued to social media, all we're thinking about is looks and, and clothes and things we can buy, but confidence isn't something you can buy. So yeah. I was trying to get back that feeling. So, and it's just another nice way to connect with followers because personally they're the only people that can critique me. Yeah. So it's nice to actually have them in my life in, in a more real way. I love that. And I think that's, I think one thing I've sort of realized about you from following you is that you are really kind of open with your followers. You're so engaged, you know, you've, I love your questions every day. You're so, you're so giving with yourself. And I think that comes across and I can totally see why people would, you know, want to work with you because I think that's so important. And thank you. I think it's, I don't know, they feel like friends. And I'm so grateful because I remember being that girl that was crying trying to find her dream job. And without these guys, it wouldn't be there. And I'm also very real in the fact that it could stop tomorrow. You know, someone could hack my Instagram account or yeah. someone could delete something and it's gone. Yeah. And I am getting older and, you know, I, you know, it's, there's just lots of... Oh, we're just coughing here. <laughs> You're right there, love. Um, and I'm realizing that it could all stop tomorrow. So I'm, I'm just very thankful. And I want to engage with these people because you never know how long you're going to have it. And I think yeah. that's really important. And again, I want to bring back the connection. Social media was for connecting. And I think sometimes a lot of us are actually very lonely and not connecting. Yeah, I agree. So again, that's also really important. Well, and I think working for yourself is incredibly isolating I think we so forget lonely. that yeah <laughs> I always say this job is the most sociable and sociable job that there is yeah. because really we're just and I meet so many amazing creators and and they almost have no people skills and it's not their fault it's yeah. because we're just talking to a camera or a screen well, I and, know. and it I doesn't think, mean you're going to feel great in a social circumstance and I think that's another thing we have to remember too I agree and I think that's something I'm really conscious about with my kids as well is that you kind of don't lose that everyday interaction the talking to people the going to shops and speaking to like the person behind the counter and because you know who knows where they're going to be in 10 years time and I just think yeah it's some people are coming straight out of school into a career like this where they're just in their digital world and you know if like you say the internet was just to combust tomorrow it's never going to happen but what would they do so I think it's really important to still have yeah that real life connection with people as well yeah otherwise you do go a little bit back crazy (laughs) yeah totally totally okay and then to round off the little bit kind of business side of it Mm -hmm. um what would you say to anyone who's sitting on an idea or who's really unhappy in their job and is just scared of taking that leap is there anything 
that you could say would help? Yeah. So, I mean, we've all been there. So don't feel like you're alone with that. If you do have an idea, just go with it. Like, mm-hmm. honestly, try and put it out there because if you don't, someone else will do it and you'll be mm-hmm. so bummed out. Like, I swear I had the idea for delivery before delivery happened. And I'm so annoyed. So I annoyed. remember being hungover and being like, yeah, why have we not got a delivery service for a roast oh, dinner or a Nando's? Yeah. Why did I not do it? Oh, um, you're gone, was, by the way. <laughs> oh, it's Jack. Jack's don't hit things. Her Jack. feet are trying to like tap stuff. Jack, come here. Um, back. <laughs> I did see her foot go and I was like, did that do anything? Took her feet away. Um, so I, I know I had the idea for yeah. delivery. So definitely don't miss the boat because that would be really annoying. Um, but what I'd say, if you're, if you're hating your job, obviously we all have bills to pay. So it's not necessarily the right time for you to just quit. Mm. But if you can maybe use up a little bit more of your spare time and you just have to do things in the only time you have, even yeah. if you're working super late, it's worth it because at some point in my might be the reason that you can quit or change yeah um so I definitely say that and I'd say yes to as many things you can for me the only reason why I found my dream job is because I tried something that I wouldn't normally so the more you can say yes and try stuff the better it's possibly going to be and so that's probably my top tip just say yes to more things and um yeah definitely don't wait for someone else to do it I totally agree with that and I always say to people um that I know that ask me about leaving my job and I just think the amazing it's amazing what you can do when you can say yes to things so when you finally got that time to go do you know what I can go and have that meeting or I can give that a go and just see what happens I think that's kind of when the magic often happens and it's often not something you expect either like I didn't have a business plan when I when I left I mean my circumstances were slightly different I was made redundant on my first maternity leave um but I was unhappy and I knew that I had been starting to make money out of my blog and it was still quite early days. Um, But yeah, I just, it was kind of nice being in a position where I could start saying yes to things and just finding my own way. And I think- Yeah, that's the other thing. Sometimes if you're forced- to leave so I know a lot of friends that have been unhappy yeah. for like years and they're like no I can't send family anything sometimes if you do just quit yeah you will force yourself to make it work because you Absolutely. can't not so yeah. sometimes for some people depending on your personality actually quitting is the best thing you can do yeah because you will force yourself to make it work absolutely I totally agree with that well this seems like a very good time I can see Jack's right now looking totally adorable and cute <laughs> so Carly as a mum so yeah. Obviously, you were working for yourself and and being your own boss when you became pregnant. So did you put anything in place? Like, did you plan ahead for a maternity leave or lack thereof? (laughs) Oh, so I... I wish I had planned a little bit more in ahead, but I find sometimes social media overwhelming. I'm juggling so much anyway that I find actually planning forward even harder sometimes. Yeah. Um, I gave myself two weeks maternity leave. Um, and to, yeah, mm. I mean, I just think, would I have wanted more? Possibly. But you know, I think in a social media world, it's very hard to take any longer than two weeks because unfortunately we're living in an engagement, you know, engagement is everything. And the longer you are not there, the more it drops. And I didn't want to lose what I'd worked so hard to get. It's much easier to lose it than it is to get it. Um, so two weeks. And also to be fair, I then didn't even give myself the two weeks because I thought that, you know, I've never had a child before. I presumed that Jax was just going to scream all day long (laughs) and that I was never going to sleep. And so I thought, that was how hard I thought it was going to be. And although it is very difficult being a mum, she was easier than I expected, which yeah. meant I then felt, oh, I should really be working even more. And, you know, that newborn stage, they sleep a lot. So I was like, oh, I can get this done. Yeah. Um, it actually gets harder as they get older. Yeah, so, definitely. So Wait till me, she starts moving. I know. I'm like, don't move. <laughs> At the moment, I can go and do all my workouts and she just sits there. So yeah. it's fabulous. Um, but yeah, it, it, I wish I'd planned a little bit more and I think, but I've never been a great planner, so it wasn't really one of my expertise. I probably should have done that. (laughs) But you've got, um, so your other half, Leon, so he works for himself as well. Yeah, so he's one half of the Lee Machine. So they basically do the same thing. Two guys that are very similar to me. And his partner's just had a baby literally six weeks after me. So um, we're in a very similar boat. And to some degree, it makes life easier because he understands me and he can be home, just like I can be home. But then to the same respect, we never know what's going to happen from day to day. Um, Again, he's connected to social media, so he has to work every hour that you're kind of awake. Yeah. so yeah, it has its its pros and its cons. Mm-hmm. A lot of people say we have it easy, and to some degree we do because he can be very involved with Jacks. He hasn't got to go away from nine till five, yeah. but sometimes he's away for ten days. Sometimes he's in London four days of that week. You just never know what's going to happen, yeah. and 
try and juggle two people who want to be successful is quite hard. Yeah, (laughs) I I can totally relate to that. So my hubby runs his own business. It is more sort of office-based, so he's out during the day. But it can get, you know we as much as we totally understand each other and where we're at and we support each other sometimes it's a bit like whose work is more important tonight you know yeah we've so had that chat and I kind of thought should I stop should I should being a mum which is an incredible job should that be enough for me should I what do I want should I just let this go and enjoy this time because I might never have it again yeah but I really love my job so (laughs) I don't want to lose it no, and you shouldn't you shouldn't have to as well. So it's all about just kind of working it out. Um, which I know the next question there's probably not an answer to in a way, but I guess for people out there who are also mums and thinking about the kind of reality of what working for themselves or working from home could look like, what does your average day look like? So if you were gonna take a proper Carly mum boss kind of day, mm-hmm. what does it look like? Do you have help? When do yes. you fit your work in? Okay, so technically I work every day, bar Sundays I've tried to give myself like a day off. Yeah. Um, but that, you know, there's still things that happen, but I try to be as off my phone as possible. So a typical day is at the moment Jack is in her own room, which is awesome. Um, so she feeds every two and a half hours. So I'm kind of on a two and a half hour limit. But mm-hmm. in that time, breastfeeding is obviously in there and changing. Um, so nine times out of 10, it's me. I feed her while I'm feeding her. I'm generally doing emails um, because that's the only thing I can do. I've had to tell, I do have an agency who um, uh, send me work and stuff, which is amazing. Okay. So everybody who works with me knows that they generally have to voice note me instead of doing emails because yeah. voice note is a life savior. Oh my gosh, I've only discovered that recently. Yeah, like the it's best been there, thing but ever. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. And because what's then that? Um, yeah what's that that's that's basically what I mean what's that voice note because I can just hold it down and reply so I don't need to type because it's hard enough with one hand to type as it is it's very slow so voice note I live my life on voice notes yeah um my husband before he goes to work Germany will pop something in the slow cooker or I will first thing in the morning so that there's food because otherwise I'll just go for rubbish because I'm so much closer to the kitchen (laughs) right now yeah um and then when she has her naps which at the moment we're actually having no naps during the day so that's made it much harder I was relying on naps to get work done but so now I either pop her in the sling or in a rocker and I'll be doing um videos um when she's kind of quiet or I'll be writing blog posts um, and then I'll go out for a walk to get out of the house because you get cabin fever yeah. with her in the sling and with Stephen for an hour. Stephen is my French bulldog. Um, he's super, super cute. So cute. Uh, <laughs> and then when Leon comes back, normally at like sort of four o'clock-ish, he will then take over and have her for a bit while I can then focus on bits that perhaps I need to do business calls and stuff. Yeah. Um, but most brands are really understanding now. Um, the biggest change has been I can't go to London as often. It's just not fair on her. But also yeah. it's not that my relationships with brands are, are stronger because I don't need to pop to London for a coffee. We can talk over the phone. Yeah. Um, so I'd say that it's always a juggle. Help-wise, um, I'm really lucky that when I go to CrossFit, she's actually been sleeping for that hour. Oh, so that's wow. amazing. She has not interrupted a CrossFit session yet, which oh, is incredible. Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I'm very lucky that in my CrossFit box, they allow kids. So again, that is another thing that's awesome. A lot of mums don't have that. Yeah. So that's amazing. Try and find a place that has um, allows children. Um, and other than that, one of my best oh. friends, she occasionally helps me if I've got something like a photo to do and Leon. And that's pretty much it. So we haven't got a vast amount of help. It's kind of just us slash a friend. And how do you, have you had a moment where you feel like work's just piling up on top of you? I know that like with Rudy at the moment, he's teething, not sleeping very much. And I feel like all of my good intentions are just not happening. And I'm like, ah, my to-do list getting longer. And do you feel like that too? (laughs) Oh, totally overwhelmed. Some days, I mean, I think it was even yesterday I went to Leon. I've got got no videos, no blog posts, no Instagram pitches. I have nothing. I've got nothing. Um, And you become a nine out of 10, like immediately. And if someone passes something else your way, you are a 10 out of 10 and you're ready to blow. Um, And that's normal. That happens. The only way I've managed to kind of get a grip on that is to reduce my task list. As in, I used to just have a list of everything I needed to do because I was fully capable of doing that before. Um, But now it's a maximum of three things per day that I would like to get done. And sometimes... Sometimes even those don't get done, but even to the point where I will write down walking the dog in my list, because if that's all they've got done, but if I can delete that and because it's in my notes section, I feel really good. And you know, sometimes that's all you're going to be able to do. Just breathing and feeding and that's a big enough job. 
Yeah, because you are keeping a human alive, and that's a really huge job. Yeah. Um, and although for a lot of us working mums, that doesn't feel like it's enough, that is enough. Yeah. So sometimes I just have to write that down on my list, and I have to delete that and feel proud that that was all I did that day. I think that's so true, and I think mentally that puts you in a much better position, because I'm like that. I mean, I'm a list maker. I have every notebook and stationary planner going but I was getting to the point where my lists I was crossing one thing off and adding three and just like psychologically looking at it it was just making me feel like shit every day so I think that's a really good tip is to kind of cut it down to three things that are you know (laughs) yeah yeah Um, and I also think one thing that you know we all have to be mindful of is when you're in a creative job which a lot of us are now especially if you're online artists musicians they disappear for like a year to be creative you know yeah. it's not it's it's not normal to be able to create something brand new every single day yeah on one platform let alone if you're working six platforms you will burn out so yeah. you know you have to and also creativity comes from space and time and if you don't have that which you're not going to have so much now as a mum then you're not going to feel creative. And yeah. and I totally found that I was like, there is not a creative bone in my body right now. And um, so I need that walk with my dog where yeah. Jax is in a sling and For I'm just sure. not thinking because then I come back into the house and I'm like, oh, okay, I could do this. Yeah. And I think that's it. And I think that's a huge thing about when you're predominantly working from your home as well, is yeah. you can totally get into that funk, especially as a mum, where all you see around you is baby nappies laundry washing up you know discarded cake on the side not that it's ever (laughs) really discarded in my house but you know what I mean and Uh how can you be creative when you're looking at that because there's always something else to do it's awful and actually I I love Pinterest so one of the things I do when I'm breastfeeding if I can't do voice notes I'll just start pinning and all I now want to do is transform the entire house it's not even one room it's every room I now want to change to the point of looking at it like well if I could change my house I could get more work done because it'd be more of a beautiful house Uh, and I'm like oh my gosh so much more efficient (laughs) (laughs) that's what my head is telling me I've gone from deciding I want to do the office to basically every room I want to now change at once and it has to be done by tomorrow oh well I I saw um, your blog post on Jax's nursery or the kind of unisex nursery. I love it. Absolutely love yeah, it. Yeah, that's the only room I'm not changing. Love it. <laughs> cool. Um, and so you touched a little bit on it then, but something I wanted to ask you, being that you are in the industry that you're in and, you know, so present online, is do you still have that comparison comparisonitis what do you call it I mean when you look at people and you think they've all got their shit together even though at the back of your head you probably know they're struggling too and what do you do to kind of get yourself out of that oh I have I actually had it this morning with one of my friends online a beautiful girl called Sarah's Day from Australia yeah she is absolutely gorgeous she's a fitness she's basically me but in Australia and blonde and (laughs) she's actually about to have a little boy so I'm kind of watching her and being like we're on like the same page but we are so not her house is completely done yeah and like I want it to be and she's released a million things she's done videos that I wish I had done when I was pregnant (laughs) and her partner is now like her full-time you know um filmer and editor and I'm like oh if only I had done all of that my life would be I would be doing so well um and yeah you can't it's in our nature to compare that's how we technically get better at things because we compare ourselves at someone and we're like okay I want to do better we all would like to be Beyonce but even Beyonce wants to be somebody else so we we all have that I think that's normal but it's when you let it um, really get you down. So mm-hmm. if I find myself feeling quite overwhelmed, I literally mute. So I love Sarah. If it gets too much, I'll mute her. I won't yeah. unfollow because I don't want her to know I've unfollowed. <laughs> <laughs> she won't um, listen to this anyway. But do you know what I mean? Even if she does, and I say it to my friends, I've un- I've muted even some of my friends sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes it just gets too much and you feel like you're not doing enough, yeah. you know, like and it doesn't have to be someone's body or um, their life. It can be that they're up before you, that they're eating a better breakfast than you, that they, anything. anything. If it starts to make you feel negatively about yourself and impact your life, then mute or unfollow. It's really important. It's not their fault. It's yours, unfortunately. Yeah. But um, it's good to just, yeah, unfollow and mute. That's all you can do. Just have ah. a break. I think you're so right because it doesn't mean that I, you know, I've got friends that I love dearly and support and totally champion. And every now and then I'm like, bloody hell the things I could do if I had five working days a week and you know and I think it's right you just kind of need to just step away from that for a little bit and just clear your mind of that comparison and then kind of come back to it again in a few weeks and you'll feel so much better 
Yeah, definitely. I mean, I follow loads of travel accounts as well. And I'm like, oh, to travel to all those places. Oh, yeah, I could go to the Maldives tomorrow with Jax. No, I couldn't. <laughs> um, so, yeah, you just have to be mindful of it. And I, there's nothing wrong with muting or unfollowing. Yeah. And even if you tell them, they're not going to mind if you no. give them the real reason because it's yeah. your fault. So I think I think it's really important. I think so. And I think that's a really strong message. Oh. I think as this world, this digital world kind of grows and our kids grow into it, I think they need to know that they're coming into a world that they can turn away from if they want to and and that you don't feel bad for unfollowing someone if it's not the right place because I think that becomes a huge part of it you feel obliged or obliged to follow people back or you know whatever yeah. so I think I think that's a really strong message okay so last section is a little bit about I guess the kind of work-life balance which we've touched on a bit um but the whole you know that my podcast is going to be called can we have it all because uh-huh. I think as women, as mums, we have so much pressure on us and we put it on ourselves to kind of, you know, have the social life and be fit and eat well and be the greatest, coolest mum and still juggle a business. And we want that for ourselves, yet it's really fucking hard. Mm -hmm. And actually, it can also destroy you a little bit. So it's a question I keep asking myself, can we have it all? I'm not necessarily sure we can. I think you're all kind of has to change and the balance changes daily. Yeah, I think you can have a percentage of it all. Yeah. <laughs> not all of it. You could have, I mean, I think you do have to, my husband was talking about it earlier, um, that I think you have to realise that you have to divide your time. And so everything is not going to be 100%. Yeah. And a lot of us are not okay with that. I'm someone who is a 100% person. Yeah. And when I can't do 100% of everything, I get really stressed out about it. But now I realize that I, I, I can't do 100%. Mm. Um, so you just have to be mindful that you can do a little bit of everything, but not everything at the same time. And also multitasking is a total lie. It is basically doing a load of things badly, really, when you think about it. Yeah, so I think you can have it all, but it's going to be in a, a smaller percentage than you think. Yeah. So, you know, like, obviously, I want to be an amazing wife. Um, Leon gets less of my time now. But the time he does get, I make sure it, he feels really valued and it's as good as it can be. And yeah. the same with Jax. When I'm with her, I'm trying not to show her that I'm on my phone or, you know, staring at the TV with her, that yeah. kind of stuff. So she gets my time. And when I'm in work mode, I get it done, yeah. but it's quicker and it, I don't spend as much time on it. But what I do is hopefully really good. And I just yeah. have to remind myself that it's okay if all I did was one blog post, as long as it's a really good one. So I think you can, but you have to divide it. And it's a little bit less 100 <laughs> percent yeah I think that's totally it's just it's it's altering your expectations of yourself isn't it and, and in a totally fair way and I think going back to what we were talking about at the beginning with that kind of diversifying your income and maybe having some passive income streams really helps in those times where your balance goes one way so I know with Rudy I was back working after two weeks as well because I had a really big event and a project that I needed to pull together. But then after that, I was like, I want two weeks back where he gets everything. He gets all of me. I'm taking in all these moments. And, you know, and I could do that because I'd set up multiple channels of income that I thought, right, I can take a couple of weeks off. And I think when you work for yourself, that's scary because also when you're not working, it's not new money coming in. But I do think you need that. And I think you need to be able to know when you've got to let go of one thing for a while. Definitely. I think the only way you could have it all is if you had help. Um, and, but at the same time, having help is going to take some things away because other people are experiencing things you would be doing. So Yeah. yeah, I totally agree with you. Ah, well that's good <laughs> um so is there anything that you do what's your kind of um go-to when you need a bit of Carly time what do you like to do <laughs> so I have a counsellor and she asked me this the other day she was like so what's what does Carly do when it's like downtime Carly and I actually don't think I don't have a thing which is awful it used to be that I would draw and yeah. um, I used to love drawing but I must admit I haven't been drawing lately so in all honesty my dog is actually my meditation which that. sounds really silly but you know it's an hour where I'm, I'm outside and I'm me I probably don't have any makeup on I'm probably like in my scruffy clothes but I'm outside and it feels good and I'm not looking at my phone and, and whatever I'm whatever mood I'm in that would sort me out so 
my dog is, you know, my chill time. And when he's not around, so when he has to go into kennels or whatever because of my weight, I feel super stressy. And it's actually, yeah, it's actually just because I'm not, I know I'm not going to allow myself an hour of chill time. Yeah. Because he he is that. So, um, and I think that unfortunately is sort of my personality. I'm just go, go, go all the time. Um, And that's partly why I think I'm going to really miss breastfeeding as well because it is technically 30 minutes that I can't really do anything. I mean, I can do some voice notes, but I can't really do much. So again, it's almost that, okay, well, this is, this is my, my time right now. And um, it's the only thing that only you can do as well. Yeah, I always, it when really I, is. When I breastfed my daughter, I was like, nobody else can do this. This is me. Yeah. yeah. And you feel so special. So yeah. yeah. So I think, I think that would be it. Um, but I do need to work on having some more stuff, but I guess most of the stuff that was me, I've now turned into a job, which sounds crazy, but all the things I enjoyed and now, are now fractioned into a job. Yeah. So they're not technically me things anymore. Yeah. Well, I think that's really inspiring, though, because it shows that you can turn those things and kind of mould the two. And I think as long as you still know where your line is and you, you know, need to definitively have that time. And I love that you have that bond with your dog. I think that's so cute. You have a dog as well. Oh, what do you have? She's she's a staffy cross. Oh, see, we want to get a staffy next. Oh, she's gorgeous. Well, she's crossed with with an American bulldog, so she's quite big. Oh, yeah. love she's, that. She's awesome, but she's totally gone down the pecking order, bless her. Now we've got two as well. And you see her just sort of go, oh, you know, rolling her eyes. <laughs> but uh, yeah. no, we, we've decided that we really, really w- would like to have a staffy because, but we thought Stephen would like a friend. Yeah. But, um, We've had many a play date. Stephen is not interested in the slightest. In fact, he probably swears at them in nine times out of ten. I so, love um, that. so yeah, he actually just doesn't want friends. He just wants to be a human. <laughs> well, Staffies are called the nanny dogs, aren't they? They're brilliant I with know. kids. She's uh, so just, yeah, she's great. I mean, she weighs just got about the smiliest faces. They do. She weighs about six stone because <laughs> she's she's cross, but she's like the most gentle thing. And whenever they try to give her food, as they inevitably do, she's always just sort of takes it so gently out of oh. their hands. So yeah, I think Staffy's um yeah a great next choice. Oh, I love that. Yeah, no, Stephen's very good with her. I think he thinks she's his, but yeah, she's very good yeah. with her. I love that. Okay, so a couple of other things then before you get on and do all the amazing things that you do. So we've talked about kind of working for yourself and, you know, I think we've touched on it a little bit, but what would you say is the crappiest thing about working for yourself and the best thing? I'd say the crappiest thing about working for yourself is having to constantly think and be on form. I think yeah. that's hard. Sometimes Sometimes you just wake up and you just can't do it. Or, you know, your brain, your brain's got a fog and, or you just don't feel creative and, or you're creating something in your head, but you have no idea how to make it happen. I think yeah. that is probably the hardest thing I've found with this job because sometimes your brain's just not in it. Um, but the best thing about this job is that I have no idea where I'm going to finish. Mm. That is really cool. It's all, in all my other jobs and in, in most jobs, you know, you're doing a similar thing every day yeah. and you probably know that that's where you're going to be when you're 60, which is totally fine. But that was where I was at with BMW. If I'd stay there, I'd still be doing the same thing yeah. day in, day out until I was 60. In this job, although I do similar things for different for similar, for channels, I don't know, in like 20 years, I could be working with my dream brand or I could have created something with my dream, but oh, I could be living. So you just, you I just don't, don't know, know where I'm going to be from day to day. And that is so exciting. I'm glad that I have personal training as a sideline because it makes me feel secure that I have that, that I could always go to that if yeah. everything was to go wrong. Yeah. And I like it because it gives me the face to face reality and, and the education. Yeah. But I love having this online side because I never know where it's going to take me. I never know who's going to find me and I yeah. never know. What I never know really what yes I'm doing. To. Yeah, it makes yeah. life very exciting. Um, so, yeah, I just, I, it's an amazing, amazing choice. I never know who I'm going to meet. I've got some best friends that I've made via social media, and that's incredible. That's amazing. And I think I think that's so true. And I just think you're, what you said about, especially if you're interested in being in kind of the digital world, I do think it's so important to have something else, you know. And I, I was at a talk with somebody recently and they were talking about the fact that their love of photography had got them into creating online and now they're kind of a really big Instagram influencer but it comes down to the photography first and foremost and she said if Instagram was to shut down tomorrow she'd still have that and she'd still be you know creative director or whatever it might be so I do think um it is important to still have something else 
Yeah, I think so. I think that's where you see the people that kind of do that do really well generally, yeah. or or people that are maybe a little bit happier online because there is something else. There is still something that they can hold on to that is still them. Because it's very easy to become anything online. So I think if you have this or an identity already you can kind of hold on to that so yeah. I definitely say to, to kids that are growing up now that it's an amazing career definitely if you want to do it do it but also find your other talents too and something else that inspires you that is physical that is real life that you yeah. can team up because it's nice to have something else you can go back to amazing and so where do you see yourself in five years time ah <laughs> oh, such a good question um so in all honesty I probably don't I don't see myself online in 10 years okay interesting um only because I think I'll probably still have Instagram if Instagram's still a thing but um I don't want to be in my kind of 40s and have YouTube I just don't see me there what I do see ideally is I would love to buy a property somewhere abroad that I have as a retreat space because it's my favorite thing so it would be a home slash I could host retreats like once a month and have all my favorite people come over and teach and be like a CrossFit box there and a rig and all that kind of stuff um and I'd probably use social media just as awareness for the retreats um and just have it that way um because awesome yeah, that's what I would love to do. I mean, God knows you guys might find me still on here in 10 years. I just, you know, I just don't know. I, at the moment, I think that's what I want to do. But, you know, I, I don't feel 31 and I'm on there. So yeah, it, that might change. Yeah. But um, yeah, I think I'd just like to go back to a bit more face to face and and probably have a bit more family time somewhere as well, which I think would be cool. And where abroad? Well, I was thinking, I mean, Portugal, because Portugal is a really easy one. It's not that far away. Ideal place, if we're talking dream world, is New Zealand. Ah. We went there years ago. We're going back. We're going to do a a month traveling over Christmas, just get a camper van and take Jack's. Um, (sighs) And so that is my dream place. But it it is just too far for family and friends right now. It's not fair to say that when we just had a little one. Be like, right, bye, guys. Yeah, Um, see see you later. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, so I think probably Portugal or Switzerland would be kind of the dream place for that. So it's not too far, but it's got its own identity. See, my hubby grew up in New Zealand and he left at 18 and now he just doesn't want to go back. So I feel like I'm like, I want to go explore, but he's just not bothered. Yeah, let's go back. Same though. People want to be over here and we don't want to be over here. So you always want to be somewhere else. The grass is never greener though. No, it's true. Okay. (laughs) And then final three quick fire-ish questions. Who inspires you and why? Ooh, I'm going to, this is so cheesy. So I'm really sorry, guys, if you'll vomit now. (laughs) Um, In all honesty, my followers are the most inspiring to me because they've got me where I am. Also, most of them are doing all sorts of jobs yet they're still finding the time to enhance themselves and stay motivated and inspired and speak to me and so they inspire me because they're the ones that are always messaging me with things that I should be creating or questions without them I don't think I'd be inspired at all I probably would have stopped a long time ago so they inspire me because they're all going through their own hardships so yeah it's cheesy but that would be that's who I love that and you've got loads of people going yay yay and vomiting in the corner yeah yeah a little bit (laughs) no joking um what's your best book blog tool that's kind of helped you in business or helped you in your creative world Ooh. there's a lady called Sorella Moore have you seen her now actually she I'm didn't she didn't yeah she's cool she didn't help me in the beginning at all because I actually only found her in like the last year okay um but she's this really cool chick who puts on YouTube videos and she has grown oh my gosh so fast this year she hasn't been around for very long she's growing really fast she again is a photographer so that would be her initial skill but she puts on videos of how to how to take a photo how to not look um, how to get your real size on images, how to look good. But then she also does how to grow. And, and honestly, her tips are legit. So you oh, watch wow. it and you're like, oh, of course, why was I not doing that? And she just speaks sense. There's no bullshit. She's just really good at it. And so I watch her and I'm just very, very inspired. She's constantly churning out new stuff. Amazing. But it's, it's current and it's relevant and it's not produced in a way that makes you feel stupid. She's yeah. just, yeah, it's really good. Really oh, impressed I'm by her. her out. Cool. Yeah, you'll love, love her. And then obviously, because you are in the fitness world, for mums like me, who have mm-hmm. definitely preferred cake over exercise for way longer. Oh, I love cake. What, as a busy mum, is the one thing that we should make time for in, in terms of fitness each day? What's one thing that we could do? 
Yeah, so uh, it might not end up being one thing, but I'll aim for one thing. Okay. So I, I totally appreciate, I totally appreciate how hard it is for mums now. I have a new appreciation. So the best thing you can do is to try and make it fit into your routine. So mm-hmm. as much as thinking about fitness as sleeping, eating breastfeeding, that kind of thing. It needs to be thought of in that way. And the only way I've found to kind of get it in is to figure out when you have your most energy and when your little one is probably napping yeah, or when your little one is going to be okay in that time of day. And body weight is totally fine. Just get uh, any container you can find and write down all of the exercises that you know yeah. and that you could do in your house with whatever you have or with nothing. Yeah. And then when there seems to be an opportunity of whether it's a minute or two minutes, the food is cooking, um, they're asleep, you pick out like one or two or three of those and you do it on repeat until that time is over because all exercises is moving. Yeah. And as a mum, a lot of the time we're stuck on a sofa for whatever reason, especially if you're a new mum, then you're just feeding on a sofa. Yeah. So when you can, just get up and move, and that's all you have to do. That's literally my biggest tip. Um, I love that idea. Just write down all the exercises and just do it. And and when if you've got older children or kids that are able to, you know, join in on things with yeah. you, get them to do it with you. And make it fun, you know. Be like, right, we're all going to do 10 of these. And, yeah. you know, just get them to join in because really just movement and weight loss or whatever it is, it's just moving. So it can be dancing. It can be you put on a song in the in your kitchen and you will dance to it, yeah. you know, it, doesn't have to be going to the gym for an hour I love that I really actually like the idea of it like being in a jar and something that you pull out as well Well, I do have good news I do have something like that that's coming out oh for you guys so that will obviously be out I think it's out the end of this month is but that yeah, like I'm, almost an exclusive it is almost Ooh. exclusive yeah um I'm so yeah dancing. that'll be out <laughs> I'll make sure that you get one. Um, I've got a pregnancy version and a home version and an equipment version if people want it. So, um, yeah, so that'll be coming out. It's just it's just moving. I know yeah. how hard that is. Even I do. Sometimes I'm like, oh, my gosh, I've been on the sofa for nine hours yeah. today. Yeah. Um, so just get up and move where you can. No, I think that's great. And I think that's really realistic and, you know, approachable for people because I think that's that's what you need when you're a new mum. You don't, you don't yeah. always want to hear about, you know, everybody going off to boot camps and no. Oh, my and gosh. That. So no. I think having something that's approachable if you're not totally naturally in the fitness world, I think is really helpful. Yeah. The other thing that might be unrealistic is get a dog because yeah, if you have walking. a dog, you can't, that, yeah, everyone was like, I don't get why you're going for a walk every day. And I'm like, well, I can't not walk my dog. Yeah. You will find the time. So that's the other thing. Yeah. If you, if you need motivation and you can, a dog is the best way to get exercise yeah. in your life. You still have to walk it. Or, you know, crying baby walking with a pram for hours on yeah, end. Yeah, that as does we've it. All done. That does it. <laughs> yeah, that definitely does it. <laughs> oh, amazing. Well, thank you so much. And thank just you. before you go, where can people find you and how should they find you and follow you? Um, you can find me everywhere under mm-hmm. Carly Rowena. Um, so, yeah, it's just Carly with a C and Carly Rowena. And I have YouTube, a blog, and basically everything you will find me on, other than Snapchat, you can find me. Are you too old for Snapchat? I think I'm too old for Snapchat. I think I just kept getting a lot of penises. And I, you know, <laughs> not an in unex- a good way. No, an unexpected penis is just not what you need, no. you know? So, so, no, that's why I'm not on there. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I should check it out again. I don't know. <laughs> oh thank you so much Carly that was awesome loved it you and I'm so glad thank you for fitting that around uh, Jack's as well and feeding and everything oh yes thank you amazing yay if you've enjoyed what you've listened to today please please take a minute to leave me a five-star rating and a review it really helps um, with getting this podcast found by other amazing women like yourself so I'd really appreciate it And if you have any questions that you want answered or that you'd like to submit for future episodes, then please get in touch with me. Check out hollygoeslightly.co.uk for all my social channels and just ping me a DM with your question and it can be anonymous or I can shout you out. So um, yeah, send your questions in.